Well, hello everyone, Coach Megan here, and welcome to episode 179 of the podcast, and Happy New Year for all of you guys who are watching this right when the podcast episode comes out. In this episode, I'm going to be telling you all about why your headshot could be causing you not to win your pageant. We're going to be going over three major things today. We're going to be going over the breakdown of the typical prices that you can expect for different headshots, what to expect, as well as the should and the should nots of what determines a really, really great or not so great pageant headshot. Let's get right into it. The first thing that we're going to be talking about when it comes to pageant headshots is the typical pricing that you should expect. So obviously, depending on when you're watching this, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're not, by the way, go subscribe to our YouTube channel at Powerhouse Pageantry and you will find all of these episodes. We'd love for you to watch us and subscribe there. And sometimes we show things on the screen too, by the way, so you'll actually be able to visually see. But anyways, uh, we're going to be talking about pricing and obviously things change over time. There's a lot of inflation going on here in America. So hopefully not, but prices could go up even in the next six months or certainly the next year. It's very normal too for photographers who are at capacity to raise their prices by 40, 50 bucks um, every couple of years just because of demand and they're able to do that. So again, don't quote me on these numbers, but I can definitely tell you a range. So first and foremost, you can expect to to pay anywhere from about $200 all the way up to $1,200 when it comes to pageant headshots. Now, on the $1,200 side, you're definitely going to want to make sure that it includes hair and makeup with that. And traditionally, you'll get you know two or three um, different outfits as well and a select number of prints that will be edited. There's a very specific style of editing that works for pageants. And obviously, you have the glitz you know, way over here, which is something that I've never coached and, and most likely never will. And then all the way over here to scholarship pageants, um, which can be a bit more natural, but, but honestly, definitely still a full face of makeup. And um, it just really depends what the style is. So for example, when I'm recording this in um, the very, very tail end of 2022, you guys will be watching this in the beginning of 2023. Um, the style is, is much more like natural glam. So fake lashes, but you know, ones that look natural. Um, I would say not, not like a deep smoky eye, like the big two thousands and, um, making these mistakes really can cost you the crown. If you have a headshot that is not edited properly, um, or is not posed well, 
doesn't have the right lighting. Those can be things that work against you immediately, not just because it's, you know, not because it's not a beautiful photo, but just because it's going to stand out for the wrong reasons. If you have everybody else that is from the neck up and there's a very clear, you know, type of level of glam and yours is just not at that standard. Or even if you did have, you know, a full face of makeup, but it's completely unedited, you can see your pores, you know, things like that, where it's just going to stand out. It's going to look peculiar. And while we do want to be unique, we do want to obviously set ourselves apart from the rest. We don't want to stand out for the wrong reasons. Can I get an amen? Right. So that's kind of the pricing as well as a little bit of what to expect, but I'll go into that further. So if you're new when it comes to pageant headshots, like I said, definitely look for somebody that um, can include hair and makeup. I mean, when I was starting off in my journey, my goodness, nobody, nobody wanted me doing my own hair and makeup. And to this day, I just prefer when somebody takes care of that. Um, if you're really strapped for cash, then usually you can. It really just depends. Like some people, um, like the Boyds, for example, they're really great, but that's always going to come with hair and makeup. Like I, I would assume that they don't let you just do photography. Although I know that Meredith does makeup lessons on her own. Um, but, but typically like they kind of work in tandem when it comes to a hair and makeup artist. And so that's a huge blessing, but if you're strapped for cash, you could always ask if they could like just do headshots. Um, I would be really weary of somebody that is not a pageant headshot photographer, just like taking a random picture of you. Um, if they're a lifestyle photographer, no, if they are a senior portrait photographer, no, if they're just your small town photographer, no. Um, again, it really depends on like your level of seriousness, but if you're there to win, like your headshot is one of those first impression kind of things, kind of like your paperwork that you just definitely don't, don't want to stand out for the wrong reasons. Okay. So, um, it's very normal to put down deposit and, um, like I said, they'll, they'll pretty much take care of it. You just bring your outfits and kind of do your thing. Um, they should pose you, they should make you feel very comfortable. Um, and set that all up for you where you basically just show up and bring your outfits. Okay. Um, a traditional headshot time slot, I would say, is you get about an hour, like, to, you know, to work. Sometimes it's a little bit more if you um, have a lot. And what I like to do is I, when I have my hair and makeup done, I like to maximize. So what I've also done is I've asked if I could upgrade to just a couple extra outfits and maximize the fact that I have my hair and makeup done and just ask for more prints because um, you should get, like I said, a certain number of prints that come with it. And um, so then I'll just do some lifestyle photography type things too. And I'll bring a pair of jeans and a cute shirt and some things that I would rotate through my social media. And I have literally done four photo shoots and I'm still rotating through a lot of those pictures. It's just incredibly, incredibly helpful. Um, so I would recommend that too. If you have like a hundred extra dollars, just say, Hey, can I pay you a hundred extra dollars? And can I just rotate through three more outfits over the course of 30 minutes? And like nine times out of 10, they'll say yes. So, Okay. Um, unless they've got like 20 girls and it's this whole weekend and it's like a big shot photographer, then they're probably not going to do that. But usually it's just a matter of like how many outfits can you get done in a certain amount of time. Hey everyone, really quick. This is coach Megan here. I want to let you know about a problem that I am on a mission to solve in 2023 in the world of pageantry. I don't know about you, but I am tired of seeing so many pageant competitors disappointed year after year when they go into their pageant with what they think is a mindset and a skill set that is ready to go, only to leave their pageants 
disappointed having spent tons of time, tons of money, tons of energy into something only not to achieve their dreams. And while of course I can't promise that anyone's going to win their pageant, what I can tell you is that it's time to get equipped It's time to fight for your dreams and it's time to raise your standards. One of the biggest reasons why we see that people don't win pageants year after year is that simply their standards for their own selves and the integrity that they're making or breaking with their own agreements, their own goals, the own things that they're trying to pursue in this next year are not in synchronicity. They're not in agreement with each other. And so we have an amazing event coming up February 3rd and 4th here in Omaha, Nebraska. It's called the Powerhouse Mastermind. And normally it's reserved only for internal clients that are minimally in our Powerhouse Club or in our academy. But I want to extend a special invitation to five of you. And honestly, these spots will probably be taken. They, they possibly even could be taken by the time that this comes out, this episode comes out, because I'm recording this about a month in advance. And we just had two people join right before I actually hopped on this. But we have five special spots for anybody that joins the Powerhouse Club today for just $97. We actually would like to extend in a mastermind event ticket to you for 50% off where you'll save $500 on this event. This event is something that has been life-changing for dozens upon dozens of our clients in the past, and it's a two-day live event here in person where we dig deep into exactly what's going to help you produce the mindset and the skill set, as well as the productivity, the habits, the, like I said, the the making agreements with yourself every single day. We're going to teach you how we're able to get our clients these amazing results, not only in their pageant life, but also in their personal and professional life because of who they're becoming from the inside out. So if that interests you, just go to mastermind.com powerhousepageantry.com for the details and make sure that you select powerhouse club and get that 50% off ticket so that we can see you in Omaha, Nebraska and help transform your pageant prep this year. I can't wait to coach you and I'll see you very soon. Okay. So we've gone through a little bit of what to expect as well as the typical price breakdown. So uh, last part of this is going to be the shoulds and should nots of pageant headshots. Um, we've talked a little bit about what should be expected of you. Obviously be respectful, be on time, do not be late, Um, especially if they have back-to-back appointments. Like they're not going to hold your spot for you if you are making everybody else late. So you don't want that on your reputation. Just be early, show up 20 minutes early, um, 30 minutes early even, and then you can usually go through um, your outfits and kind of ask any last-minute questions. Another thing that I would not recommend doing is don't roll in with like a whole suitcase of literally 17 different outfits. Um, I made that mistake when I was first modeling when I was younger and just do some planning ahead of time. It's okay to bring options, but normally um, you can actually just email back and forth or even text with the photographer. And if you have questions, just ask them ahead of time. Maybe send them a couple pictures of the shirt that you're considering and definitely look through their work, look through other people of what, um, you know, other winners, other people successful in your specific pageant that you're competing for. And just take a diagnostic of like, oh, what were they wearing? How is their hair tilted or hair done? How is their head tilted? You know, what were kind of the poses that they chose? And you can internalize a lot of the right things to do just by looking at a model of somebody that clearly won the pageant that you're trying to win that can save you a lot of time, effort, headache, and also just common sense wise, like look at what's working and try and model and copy it. Another thing that you should definitely do is figure out what your color palette is. Um, And usually people do their headshots with a spray tan. So make sure that you're planning for your outfits for that spray tan color of, um, you know, because different colors look good on me when I am 
as white as snow, like I am right now in the winter. Um, and I have very, very pale skin. And then when I have a spray tan, I can wear a little bit more of like those spring and autumn colors where normally I'm straight winter. Like if I don't have a bright highlighter color on, um, I look very dull, right? So you want to make sure that whatever color you choose, your skin comes alive. Um, and also the background, like some pageants I know in the USA system require you to have a black background, which I think is ridiculous because that doesn't look great on everyone's skin tone. Um, and I, I just feel like that's horrible, but don't get me on my soapbox. I have talked to my clients about this. I'm like, well, what if you have black hair? What if you have darker skin? Like, I hate that. Everybody should be able to stand out in their own way. You know, I just think that that's not very considerate to people of diverse backgrounds, but maybe that's just me. So obviously if you have, let's just say a a black background, you wouldn't want to wear a black shirt on top of that because then you'd look like either a floating head or you just wouldn't stand out in the way that you want to stand out. Right. So I always say usually wearing, um, more of a color is, is great for headshots. Um, I've seen light blues win. I've seen bright pinks win, you know, so it's really not a matter of what the color is. It's just a matter of, does it make you come alive? Does it make your skin look and feel beautiful? Do you feel beautiful? Because, you know, all, all skin colors are absolutely gorgeous. And I want each of you to feel like when you're walking into your pageant that you're like, oh my gosh, I look amazing. I feel powerful. I feel sexy. I feel all these different things in my shot. Um, and that's how you should feel, right? You're paying for something. You should have great results, right? Like you, yeah, you shouldn't have average pictures. And so, um, another thing too, that I, that I'm a really an advocate for is advocating for yourself. Make sure that you're picking the right person. People have different editing styles and usually photographers are very attached to those editing styles. Okay. So, If you don't like their editing style, either don't work with them and work with someone else or make sure that you ask ahead of time if you're looking for something different. So I'll give you an example. Um, I shot with an awesome photographer that was, you know, close to us in range that I could drive to, but I was looking for, um, what they did, but it was for more lifestyle. Like I was done competing. So I just politely asked, I was like, Hey, can you dial down the editing just a little bit? Because I I like a few more pores in my face and I don't want it as edited. Um, even though it looks great for pageants, but for what I was looking for that for, for more social media pictures, that would look very odd to have my face like that airbrushed. Right. But it would look fantastic for a pageant and her photos do incredibly well. So I had that conversation and I just was upfront about it rather than like surprising her with that knowledge later. And then her feeling inadequate or something like, Oh my gosh, are my photos not good enough for you? Right. You don't ever want anybody to feel that way. And that certainly wasn't the case. I mean, I went for her as a photographer for a reason, right. Cause I love her pictures. So just, you know, with a little bit of communication, you can avoid a lot of awkwardness and just make sure that you're communicating exactly what you want and work with um, photographers that have the proven results that you're looking for. Okay. If you have any questions, you can always email them and ask them about, Hey, do you guys help with posing? You know, do you have, can you kind of walk me through the day of what I should expect? They should give you, um, they should give you a list of kind of all of that and what you should bring and et cetera. Um, but it's, it never hurts to ask. Okay. So yeah, those are a few things. Um, it really comes down to, I think your hair and makeup and the shirt that you're going to wear, um, making sure that you're comfortable in it. Like if you don't love your arms or like your armpit area, then maybe wear something with sleeves or maybe wear something with one sleeve. If you don't love your arms, then don't pose with just a giant arm in front of the camera. Cause whatever you bring closer to the lens looks bigger, whatever you bring farther from the lens, you know, looks smaller. So if you don't love 
if you love, like for me, I love posing straight on because I wear a middle part and straight hair, right? So that makes a lot of sense. I also love like the over the shoulder look because it promotes a lot of the angles of my face because I have a very like heart-shaped face, heart-shaped chin, right? So just kind of knowing your angles, like look in the mirror and pose in front of the mirror a little bit and try and find some of your major angles because the photographer might say, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. And then you look at your pictures and you're like, oh my gosh, I hate them or they don't look like me. Um, So I would also practice just different versions of smiles and combinations of head and neck movement. This will also help you on stage when you're walking for, you know, your swimsuit walk, your evening gown walk, and just kind of overall as well. Being comfortable with kind of that head, heart, body connection is really, really valuable. Okay. So that's my simple breakdown of why your headshot could be causing you not to win. I definitely want your headshot to be something that is an amazing first impression for you and is something that all the judges are like, oh, girl, who is this? I'm excited to meet her, right? That should be the goal. So thanks for listening to this episode and we'll see you guys next time.